world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Uh oh! This is our highest numbered show yet, number three eighty nine. It is. Wow! And we should be celebrating. I, 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 I have to clear something up though. They said that Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Justice Ginsburg, she broke like three ribs falling in her office. I don't buy that. You, you took her zip lining, didn't you? I took her <laughs> zip lining, and uh, she wasn't tethered properly. Oh, that was a problem. Yes. Uh, so well, she's frail. You know, uh, we're not uh, YouTubing the radio show anymore due to. Uh, Staff technical uh, difficulties. Uh, mishap of a nine millimeter bullet. I'll be posting that later. I took uh, <laughs> I took the two GoPros out to the range and I shot them with a Glock 19. He did uh, yes, because he did. I got I caught crap from Ammo Land today because it's been seven days since the last show and uh, Freddie misses the cycle at Ammo Land on when he posts the show. So like they say in in the world, no good deed goes unpunished. Yes. So uh, I tried to get us into the YouTubing. I still will be YouTubing. Uh, Ants rants and shooting videos and stuff on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, etc. But unfortunately for all you listeners, we will no longer be YouTubing the show. It's just too much stress and aggravation for me uh, to endure. Running a gun range in New Jersey and being political active takes up about 90% of my time. Babysitting my staff takes up another 99% of my time. And then I managed to squeeze about 1% of my own personal life in there. So I had to make a choice between the camera <laughs> on my personal life and I chose my personal life. Uh, I can't say my sanity because I lost that a long no, time no. ago. <laughs> so long, we have we have two guests time. on the show. One is a repeat offender and it's uh, Sherry Spivak, uh, one of the original founders of the Saw Group, Second Amendment Women's Group. Sherry, say hi. Hello, thank you for having me back. Thank Always you. Always a pleasure. <laughs> and uh, I have Cal Kallstrom on the show. And Cal uh, reached out to me. I read about his plight on uh, in the news, and it went around through all the social media um, uh, avenues, and I knew it was coming, and he reached out to me. So he's going to be on the show, the whole show, and he's going to be sharing his uh, plight with us uh, behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain. For the 60 or 70% of the listeners that aren't in the New York, New Jersey area, you're going to see just how corrupt the system is in the state of New Jersey. And wh while I'm on that, let me real quick do some housekeeping. Mark Cheeseman and Gillard's uh, case were both denied uh, at the state level, and they will be appealing it, uh, you know, as expected, New Jersey. J-Factor, uh, I'm reaching out to you guys. I'm having Scott Pock on the show next week to talk about the uh, magazine ban and the ghost gun bill. Uh, I'd like to have you guys maybe come on the week after or the week after that. Let's set something up. Uh, Thanksgiving is coming up, and Sandy tends to have a, a, a weird schedule, so he might be coming up that day or the day after or that weekend. So I'd like to have you guys on the show, but uh, they're going to 
going to need more money now because they're self-funding this case. So go to GoFundMe Restore Dash Carry Dash NJ. Remember now, they were applying for carry permits. They were applying to change the law, and that would have helped everybody, including Cal, who's sitting to my left here. Uh, and unfortunately, <coughs> as expected. Uh, they lost, but they're going to need more money. So, And again, I tell everybody in their comments when they donate money, please put a comment that I am not an SMP. And Cal, you're new here. Uh, SMP stands for Social Media Patriot. These are the people that go online and attest to do everything, and what has the NRA done for me, and what are we going to do? They're not the 2,000 of us that show up at rallies. They're the Social Media Patriots, which they never get off their ass, and a few hundred of us do the heavy lifting for everybody else in the state, including you who's sitting here, and including Sherry, who's gone to Trenton numerous times and gone to rallies and has gotten politically active, and I even had her here when Loretta Weinberg was on the <laughs> show. Was Loretta Weinberg taller than you, or no? Uh, I don't recall. <laughs> I don't recall. Am I allowed to do this? No, right? I can't. I can't height shame her. Isn't there something about it? Am I mansplaining you right now? Is that how that works? Some, some sort of thing. Just, just remember, Sherry, if you ever need somebody <laughs> to open a pickle or a beet jar, us men folk are There's around tactical advantages you. to being low to the ground. So. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, because I'm, tell, I'm six foot two and I fall over easy. Okay? So, so Sherry, give us an update. The Saw Group, you've been having meats. I missed the meat here on Monday. I had to go to a rubber chicken dinner. I apologize. I got here 9.30 after we closed to pick Winston up. But uh, what's going on? Let's, let's kill this whole segment with Saw Group because Christmas is coming up. Ha- Hanukkah's coming up. And how much, does it, how much does it cost a year? $25 a year to be a member of the club. What a great gift to buy a loved one in your family. Your wife, your daughter, your mom, your sister, uh, someone who's confused about their gender. You don't you don't discriminate, right? All 84 no. genders are welcome? Eighty the 84 are welcome. <laughs> okay. Which one is that? If you have a kickstand. Oh, okay. You can't come. Can't okay. So, Sherry, tell us. Talk to us. So, we continue with our monthly meetups here. Um, every month, our next one is coming up December 11th. I'm looking at my schedule. Um, 7 p.m. Uh, if you're a member of the club, it's just $10 to shoot with the group that night. Um, if you're not, it's only 15 We always have NRA certified female instructors, um, all trained by you uh, locally. By me? Yeah, absolutely. And my staff. And your staff. Um, actually, I was one of your students, I think, originally, yes. when you were still teaching. You were, way you back were one when. of my students for a <laughs> student class in Belleville, and then you took all the instructor and RSO Absolutely. class. So she's good. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, a, it's always a great time at the meetups because um, everybody comes with their firearms and we share, and it's just a socially a good time. Uh, so we hope, you know, people will come each month to our meetups. But we're also having a membership table on November 18th here in the lobby. Um, Actually, the, our members really look forward to that. They love sitting in the lobby here. Thank you for letting us do that and talking to You're you know welcome. the crowds that come in, both men and women, uh, telling them about the club. They get to meet our members, talk about you know what we do at events and that kind of thing. Join. We sell T-shirts, um, answer questions. So we do that uh, once or twice a year. Coming up November eighteenth. Love it. What else? Well, it's a slow time for us because of the holidays, but we'll probably gear up again in January with some more events. We do instructor classes. There's the the intro classes. Probably do another one soon uh, for as the 
flow with the members comes when new people come in we'll get more requests for intro events when you can have another intro to shooting events so we'll probably do that after the new year you know one of the aspects you have to think about what the saw group is I've been an NRA instructor forever and I've taught men women every size shape color creed religion or whatever and what the saw group does is especially is there's a lot of women that are in the saw group that have no problem taking classes from men probably every one of them they come to the gun cleaning classes and they love <laughs> it but for the women in your family that you're trying to uh, expose to the firearms community some of them might be apprehensive because of the stereotypes that all of us men are old fat white hillbillies chewing tobacco and we're sexist and we're racist and misogynist and all the other pigeonholed areas that the media puts us in the saw group allows you to take your mom or your daughter or your wife for your sister and get them involved in a community that ultimately it's not all women because they're exposed to everybody when they go in the range and all but this is a great way for $25 to, to get people involved. I, I hit the nail on the head there, right? Am I, am I right? Absolutely. I mean, just speaking for myself, I mean, it doesn't take away from, uh, you know, going to the range with your husband, your brother, your cousin, but it just gives women a place where if they just want to pack up and take their firearms to the range by themselves, sometimes, you know, there can be an uncomfortable feeling about that. I know I experienced that, oh, 10 years ago or whatever, when I started shooting um, in New Jersey. Your range certainly offers, um, in and of itself, a very welcoming place for women. But our meetups offer uh, an opportunity where everyone just feels comfortable there. A lot of times you give us the 50-yard, and it's just just our club in the range. Um, and it's just it's a really comfortable feeling. We've actually ex been expressed that by some of the new members that have come in. Or people that have come, paid their $15, and then at the end said, wow, I really want to become a member. This is where I feel comfortable coming back. No, we, we really appreciate that. It's the whole uh, family angle and welcoming and breaking the old stereotypes. But you guys have a great time uh, when you're here. I love coming into the <laughs> classroom and busting everybody's chops. Uh, uh, everybody laughing and, you know. We do. Jen, Jen brings her kids and Bernadette yeah. brings her vape and we're outside. <laughs> I smoke a cigar and she's vaping out there. You know, Bernadette's like 60 years old. and It's so cool to see her outside vaping. And every <laughs> other word out of her mouth is F. And, uh, and I don't mean friendly. Uh, but it's just. It's just fun uh, to talk to her and have so many uh, people involved. She's so dedicated to the club. Yes. Um, she absolutely is. She definitely shares our events and also things that happen here at the Willem Park Range in general. Um, she's definitely a family member in our club, too. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, well, so well, welcoming. Well, the group. And you always have new faces coming in, which is phenomenal. How do people find the saw group? Uh, SawShootingClub.com. And we're also on Facebook, Second Amendment Women Shooting Club-SAW. Yes. you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise and although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. 
The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick, but just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage. This segment of our show is being brought to you by 2A chiropractor Dr. Henry Medallion. We've been telling you about Dr. Medallion for quite a while now, but here's Jen, a listener and a busy mother of three, to tell her story. I'm a mom of three kids, and um, I've got two herniated discs, and I have some sciatic issues. I couldn't stand for more than 10 minutes, literally. I just, I would be in pain, and I would sit, sit down like I was an 80-year-old. And I've been going to doctors for like four years. The traditional doctors, they do the steroid shots. I've got nerve ablations, and nothing seemed to hold for more than maybe six months. I'd always have to go back to that traditional thing, which always seemed to be a Band-Aid effect for me. And I heard Dr. Medallion and all the different ways that he approaches things, not just one particular avenue. There are a lot of different tools in his toolbox, so to speak. So I was like, why not try him out? So I went down there, tried him out. Now I'm able to stand and walk around and be a lot more mobile than I was before. So that's a huge, huge change. So if you're in pain, take it from Jen. Relief is just a click away. Dr. Henry Medallion, Medallion Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, M-A-D-A-L-I-A-N.com. Anthony? So you want to be disgusted? Senator Pumpkinhead Bob Menendez... How does this happen? ...gets reelected. 1.5 million people voted for him. And I'm telling you right now, he only should have received one vote from himself. All other 1.5 million people who voted for him, this is a guy who's corrupt and a pedophile. Yeah, he's a pedophile. And... I don't know how you live with yourself. You know, this this is this is the liberal mindset. Trump's misogynist can't vote or support for him, but Bob Menendez, okay. Yeah. 
How does that work? Not not only did he not only did he bilk you out of five hundred million dollars in federal <sighs> Medicare money uh, and funnel it to his buddy and then back to himself, but he is a pedophile. He and Bill and his his uh, fat ophthalmologist friend hop aboard the Melgin. Yes, uh, hop aboard the fat ophthalmologist van and fly over to uh, lands where uh, we can have sex with young children. So, Hugan lost, Jay Weber lost, uh, what's his name, Seth Grossman lost, but not by much. The one thing, Matt Rooney from the Save Jersey blog said, the one thing that we can look at from this point in New Jersey is it made the Democratic Party and the DNC spend tens of millions of dollars in New Jersey to save Menendez's seat, to have uh, Hugan, uh, to have Weber lose, and to have Seth Grossman lose. This was money that could have been used in other states and other campaigns. For states, that our state should have been a given, but because of the corruptness, they had to spend tens of millions of dollars. Now, the other clue I have for you is we gained three seats in the Senate, and we lost three seats in the House. For anybody that has never had a civics lesson, when a bill is passed in the House, it has to go to the Senate. Yeah. Just so you know. So we have the next two years of that. Of course, it's systems normal all fucked up. It's, you know, with the with gridlock in D.C., but what's going to happen is we're going to get more Supreme Court justices and we're going to get more lower court justices. So I'm okay with the next two years of dealing with these communists. Now, how does it happen? We're going to get into Cal's case in a second, but look what happens. In New York, we talk about this all the time. What happens in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey. Look up the Lautenberg Act, and you'll know exactly right. what I'm exactly. talking about. Yep. But here's the deal. Two lawmakers in New Jersey are drafting a bill that they would propose if you apply for a gun permit, because it's not hard enough now to get a gun permit in Manhattan or, or the five boroughs, that you will have to submit a background check of three years of your social media posts and one year of your <laughs> internet searching. Okay, so we're going. We're going. Okay. Uh, uh, now we're treading on my favorite subject, which is the, the first, first fourth, Amendment. and the fifth. Yeah. You know the ACLU will support this because it's a gun control initiative, right? Well, yeah. Go ahead, Sandy. You used no, to have an ACLU card in your wallet. Absolutely did. Yeah. Absolutely. Cal, what do you think about this? Could you imagine me, three years <laughs> of my social media posts? Uh, you wouldn't be allowed to board a plane. <laughs> so, Pretty, pretty ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, but you know what's funny is not only do lawmakers, who are supposed to be lawmakers, don't realize it's a violation of the First, Fourth, and Fifth Amendment, this will pass. Of course And will. Cuomo will sign it. Yeah. Okay, that, that's what's going to happen. This is our own fault. We get what we deserve yes, in these exactly elections. Right. Free shit over freedom. Always. Now, Cal, you're a Marine. Yep. Are you a Marine? Yes, sir. yes, I was. No, uh, once a Marine, always a Marine is what yeah. my, uh, my father-in-law tells me all the time. He's a Korean War vet, mm -hmm. and he tells me that once you're a Marine, you're always a Marine. Is this oh, true? It's, it's true, correct. So, so you're a Marine in New Jersey... And you're working for global security, I think? Global security. So I told you, you I hired read your me. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, see, he didn't think I read his stuff, Sandy. He didn't know. I have a photogenic mind. He has a photographic mind. Mine's photogenic. <laughs> photogenic. Yes. It's cute. So let's talk about this. So you worked at global security. And did you have a carry permit previously? Nope. Um, to backtrack a second, Go I ahead. was hired by global security uh by a friend who was a, a former Marine and a retired policeman. 
and he knew that I was retired from both my uh, Marine Corps, Marine Corps Reserve, and my teaching job in Jersey City. So he said, I can hook you up. Okay, what is it? And he explained to me global security, blah, blah, blah. He says, uh, I already talked to the guy about you. Um, they're they're going to take you on. He says, you're just going to have an interview. You're going to have to fill out the form, get fingerprinted, all this stuff, background check. So we did it all. Everything worked like, you know, ran like silk. And um, What county? Uh that's I'm in Union County, okay. But Mineola, New York, is where Guns for Hire is. So that's where no, I'm Guns for Hire. Did I say Guns for Hire? I'm sorry. Damn, uh, Guns for Hire is in Woodland. Park. It's <laughs> don't be nervous <laughs> on the radio. Uh, G, you know, G okay. Global Guns. Okay. Uh, the uh, <laughs> Global Security okay. at Mineola. All right. And um, yeah, and they hired me right away. Sent me my nice little staff shirts and everything, and all my paperwork, and I was hired. And then through this friend, he says, okay, um, what we're going to do now is start the process. He says, you f- have a firearms ID? I said, never needed one. I said, my time in the Marines and stuff, uh, I've had guns not to bring home, but I don't need to. So he says, well, that's the first thing we have to start with, guns, guns, uh, gun permit. So did it, did the whole deal, um, all the money, everybody's got their hand in a till. Yep. Uh, Sag track, treat it like a criminal, oh references, fingerprints, background Six, check, yep. FBI. 68 bucks, 68 bucks for the fingerprints, yep. which by the way, because I've tried to keep current in everything uh, so that the next judge that has this doesn't deny it by saying, oh, he's not current, so denied. Uh, I've done the fingerprint thing three times at $68 each yeah. time. Isn't that great? Uh, yeah. Now, if you apply to work part-time in a school, you'd have to get <laughs> fingerprints again. Yeah. If you apply for SORA training in New Jersey, mm-hmm. you have to get fingerprints yeah. again. I just Yes, it's a social work license. Social work license again. again. Even though they have you on file, they want. It's all about the the Benjamins. So go ahead, Cal. All right. So anyway, uh, I said, um, okay, firearm ID, all done. Check the box. Uh, What's the next thing? He goes, I know you have to go to file for a pistol. I go down and uh, get my paperwork for that. File for that. Everything goes through. Chief uh, approves it. Goes through. Everything is fine. So now I'm talking to my buddy, okay, A and B are done, now what? He says, okay, well, you finished the SORA, you fingered the fingerprint, the background checks, everything's done. He says, um, now, he says, the next thing we have to do is get the uh, carry permit for work only. I said, what does that mean? He says, just what I said. He said, if you work at at AMC or Lowe's, he says, you're going to have to have this stuff locked up in the trunk ammunition separate from the from the gun he says and then you will carry that into the theater go into the office you know unsafe yeah yeah unsafe we've done this before too where you should be leaving your home with your gun in the holster safe safely where it belongs we do this all the time see they they copied this cal from armored car drivers because armored car drivers don't take their guns home they leave them at the depot Mm -hmm. and what happens is they go to the depot they go in a safe room and they ammo up and holster up and they go to work and at the end of the night they they take everything off so they're copying that but they're creating an unsafe environment you're going to go in a theater where there's sheetrock walls and it's full of people Right. And if you're a knucklehead, yep. and you're not, you weren't a you marine. What you're doing correct. Yep. So, so go ahead. So the, the already, it's it's stupid. Yep. The direction you're getting from the prosecutor yep. and the judge. Go yep. ahead. All right. So that they, you know, have to carry it in, go in the office, load up, okay, and then come out to work. Um, so I said, okay. I said, can't carry on my hip to work. He goes, no, you can't drive with it. And at night, same thing. Coming home, you cannot drive home with it. You have to have it locked up in the trunk. And that is where the letter of need 
uh, is going to come in and also they're going to state that you know this is for carry for work only so you're not a cowboy walking around on the street that's what they're worried about okay so uh, put all that stuff through and the letter of need uh, was sent by uh, Global Security Global, which they're uh, a lo licensed bona fide security company in the state of New Jersey and the state of New York yeah, I looked them up. So okay. go ahead. So a licensed security company is taking a guy like you. You served our country. Any felonies? No. Drunken disorderlies? No. Domestics? No. Nothing? Nothing. Okay, go ahead. Continue. Nothing. Go okay. ahead. Um, I can't hang with him. Go ahead. <laughs> Maybe after the broadcast. Um, anyway, so uh, he said, all right, this is the next thing. He says, uh, we have to get the... Uh, the letter uh, approved by the chief again. Everything has to go through. It's going to go local and it's going to state and it's coming back to local. Once the chief approves it in Roselle Park, where I live, he said it will then go to a judge. I said, a judge? And he says, yeah, a judge yep. has to sign off on it. He says, uh, no big deal. Once the chief approves it, he goes, it, it's a no brainer. He says, 99% of them just sign off on it. So they don't even want the trouble. So I said, okay, great. So next thing you know, uh, it's. Um, Months and months and months are going by. The law and says 30 days it's issued, by the mm -hmm. way, which has been challenged in court twice, and both times the judge sided with the law enforcement. Well, I went up Okay. I went up to, uh, his name was Judge, am I allowed to mention names? You could say anything. I call Menendez Pumpkinhead the okay. pedophile. That's Go right. ahead, which have he, Which he is, I agree yes. with you. <laughs> uh, that made me sick when he made me it the too. other night. I sick to my stomach, because I'm a Jersey City teacher. I, I would see him around all the time, you know, and uh, people were like, but. Yeah. Yeah. Would so he be hanging outside with candy bars and shit? <laughs> yeah, handing them to the little kids. Now, if he has Skittles, I'm getting in the van. Yeah, yeah I'm getting in the van too. Yeah. He was just the kind of guy that everybody knew yes. that, like, he had something up his sleeve. You know what I mean? And I don't mean with the kid thing. He just was just like a just a character that you didn't want to just. Anyway. Hey, he's our supreme yeah. ruler, uh, senator. Yeah, yes. Right? So, anyway, the um, the paperwork goes off to a Judge Pime at in the uh, county seat at uh, Union County Courthouse and it's there and it's there and it's there forever so I went up to check on it and I you said over a year right yeah. you told me yeah. over a year yeah and well the total was over a year between him and his yeah. other judge because mm -hmm. he he parlayed this talk to another judge because yeah. he was in a murder trial oh okay so Anyway, I go up to check on it to Judge Pime's secretary. Oh, they were, they were two beauties in there. They really, really wanted to talk to me. As soon mm -hmm. as I walk in, I saw the attitude on their face. Yeah, what like, are you doing here? We're oh. trying to do nothing. Yeah, exactly. That exactly it. They were doing nothing, and I, you know, it's polite. Oh, hi, how are you? Blah, 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 blah. I said, um, um, is there any way I can talk to Judge Pime's secretary? Um, said lunch. I said, okay, well, can I speak to one of you about uh, what my what my time frame is here? I handed this in quite a while ago. I said, and uh, Judge Pond's had it for a long time. I You'll find out when he approves it or disapproves it. Just like that, really sarcastic. So I go, you can't give me any kind of time frame of when, like, the, they want me to go to work. And they keep getting, they keep calling me from Global Security wanting to know when I'm going to start. Hold and up said, right there. We're going to continue in a second. Can you believe this saga? Unbelievable. This happens every day in this state. Every day. Every single day.
For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids, and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids, and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. And this segment is almost brought to you by NewYorkSmile.com, Dr. Brian Tans. Dr. Tans, I know you listen to the show every week. I need you to come on the show so Sandy can tape a commercial with you. For you guys out there, our newest sponsor, his website is NewYorkSmile.com. Gun for Hire member, gold member, has taken all of our classes, lives close by, his places on East 68th Street, New York, New York. Wait till you check out his website, NewYorkSmile.com. He can even make Sandy probably look good with a no, mask and some I, dental work. Uh, also, we've gotten a huge outpouring of our Anthony for Hire. If you go on Gun for Hire, Gun for Hire forward slash education, we are offering free classes, free seminars to any organizations out there that you want me and my crew of professionals to come out and speak, be it 40 minutes, an hour, or two hours, churches, synagogues, realtors. schools, Knights of Columbus, realtors, you name it. If you're having an event and you want us to come out and speak, it could 
safety, about home safety, college safety, senior safety, active shooter safety, whatever you want, we come out, we do it for free for the community. Jimmy has scheduled so far 75 seminars out until wow. January that we're going to be doing. So we're going to be traveling all over the place. Ben Salem, Pennsylvania is the farthest, the most, that's about an hour and a half away. The most, most of them have been uh, pretty tight around the New York metropolitan area. About 10 of them are in the, the five boroughs. So Anthony for hire, uh, it's gun for hire forward slash education. We give back to the community. That's why gun for hire is the tip of the spear in the 2A fight in the state of New Jersey. So Cal, so you go and you get the added it's a year, and the judge is passing, passing it on to you. Everybody out there, listen to this story. This is New Jersey. This is a law-abiding citizen, a veteran, worked all his life, retired with a pension, wants to get a part-time job, and it's a year already that he can't get a gun in uniform while acting as a security officer for a bona fide security company. Go ahead. Continue, Cal. Okay, so... Uh, Judge Pime, and I went up to visit him another time and got the same attitude from the secretaries, basically, but they said, Judge Pime is no longer taking care of your, uh, your, your case. And I said, what do you mean? He's in the middle of a murder trial. It's going to take quite a while. He's given this, his, this collateral duty over to uh, Judge William Daniels. So I said, okay, fine. Thank you very much. Talked to uh, the detective in Rosa Park who was uh, doing this all his work for me, real good guy, and he says to me, he says, Cal, he says, this might be better, he says, because Judge Pime was a serious left-wing individual, Ugh. does not like, does not like signing these things at all. Don't follow the law, yeah. legislate from yeah, the bench. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, that's actually in here from Knappen. Um, anyway, he, uh, so he uh, hands it off to, to Daniels. And Daniels has it, and I was, again, I go to Daniels' secretary, like, how long is this going to take now? It's been a long time. Oh, uh, we, we can't tell you, Mr. Carlson, whatever he gets to, it's collateral duty. Hmm. He's got 80 of them to check. 80 people, law-abiding citizens, trying to get employment so that they can pay taxes and contribute to our society. Law-abiding citizens. That he has that 80 of them on his desk. Already been through the background check, the he fingerprint, the, the colonoscopy, <laughs> and approved by the Pope yes. and the Chief of Police. Yes. All there. All he has to do is sign But the criminals, hand. we have bail reform oh, and a catch and release yeah, of course. Uh, revolving the criminal justice system. Yes, Go ahead. Go ahead. With the gold-plated cartel yes. guns. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course. Uh, Anyway, so he gives it off to Daniels. Daniels has it for, again, a very long time. Um, the uh, all, to jump ahead a little bit, those 10 of us from uh, Global Security that were in that pile of 80, uh, he, uh, when he did deny them, he denied all, all 10 of them. Just one, yeah. Just Everybody yeah. from Global, not just me. Oh, all of you. Because when I talked to the detective, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. When I talked to the detective, he said, uh, Callie goes, uh, I'm going to come tomorrow, check on things. He goes, uh, this is a no-brainer for you, being in the rooms and everything. He goes, this will be no, no big deal. He goes, I'll check on tomorrow and see what's going on. He goes, um, Pine was really bad. This guy Daniels is a little better with signing him off. So we'll see what happens. Well, the very next day, <laughs> the detective calls me, and he goes, Cal, he goes, I got really bad news. He goes, and I wasn't expecting to call you with this news. He goes, he denied you. And I was like, what? He goes, don't get real mad. He goes, he denied everybody from Global. I go, you got something against Global people that are from Union County, because you have to go in front of your seat. So, so uh, basically, um, 
I go, I'm not going to let this stand. So I, I hire Evan Appen. Um, it's cost me a lot of money, and it's going to continue to cost me money. Um, to and get a job. Uh, to get a job. To get a job. To yeah. get a job. Yeah, now exactly. it's about principle, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The yeah. thing is, though, it's like um, the, the job would be extra money. I have my pension and stuff, but this was get out of the house and just work a part-time job, make a little extra cash. Right. You know, right. it's like, and he's, what if I really, really needed this money? Yeah. To, and he'd, he'd be on welfare. Yeah, and they'd be happy. Yeah. No, yeah, he, yeah. Can't, he can't get welfare. He's a citizen and a veteran. <laughs> yeah. He have to be oh, illegal. That's right. Yeah. That, well, you can sneak across way. the border. You just take a plane to Mexico City, jump on the caravan, <laughs> yeah, right? and come by, and you're good. You know, then you get everything. I mean, it doesn't and really so free what, education. What was the purpose of his denial? Uh, he said, uh, "It's it's in uh, it's one of the things that I sent you on the email." Uh, he says that your letter of uh, your letter of um, of uh, need, of need yeah. from the uh, company. Is not strong enough. And <laughs> the, the blurb. Uh, uh, armed security guard needs to be armed. <laughs> it's kind of like it goes That's along. That's what one of my buddies who was a warrant officer with me in the Marines said. He put on the last podcast I did, he put a thing. He goes, Hey, Jargoff, he goes, Listen, he goes, armed security means armed security. It doesn't mean you're not a chaperone or an usher. Right. You know, right. And, uh, yeah. But, but anyway, so. So all of us are denied. Uh, I get Evan, um, and we put the appeal in, and we wait, <laughs> and we wait, and we wait, and it was denied. Um, Even after the appeal was yeah denied. denied. I think they must all be golfing buddies or something. No, oh, don't, sure. don't know one another. It's like oh Union County, yeah, Judge Daniel. Well, I'm it's it's not just Union. It, you'll find every single of the twenty one counties always gives that duty to the most anti-gun judge mm -hmm. that they have. Every single county, whether it's Monmouth County or Ocean mm -hmm. County or, or Sussex County, always the most vehement anti-gun judge is yeah. the guy who's got to approve those things. Yeah. Well, because the assignment judge is a political post, and the assignment judge assigns all the cases to the most anti-gun judges. Mm. It's just to because we don't want the judiciary helping us out. The legislators hate us already. The, the, the top brass of law enforcement don't want us to have carry permits. The prosecutors don't want us to have it. So the complete circle to make sure a guy like you doesn't slip through, we make sure that the anti-gun judge is the one hearing your case. It's really, really crazy. One thing I just got to slip in here. Go ahead. Uh, even though it's at the bottom of this list. Um, talking to, to Evan Appen about this, and he said, yes, it is true. I heard this rumor that if you were a military policeman, that in 2013 they signed into law, uh, as long as you had worked 10 years as a military policeman, that you were now, even if you didn't retire, if you're just out of the, of the service, you were allowed carry. You could carry. So then I said, wait a minute, and my nephew looked this up for me, he said, Uncle Cal, he goes, look, read this. So I'm reading it, and I'm going, how, okay, when I was stationed in Washington, when I was a young Marine, when I was first in on active duty, right, um, I was on the guard detail for the Commandant of the Marine Corps, for the Chief of Naval Operations at the Washington Navy Yard, and from those, from that job I did, I was also selected to go to Camp David to be a presidential guard. This is armed stuff, standing this far from the president on many, many occasions. First family, like I said, the Commandant of the Marine Corps back in Washington, who was the main man of, of the Marines, the general in charge. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, 
what we did as presidential guards and what the, like the embassy guards do all over the country, all right, and they have a thing called fast teams that we don't even know about because everything they do is black, black ops. I love um, that. that go they go out like doesn't get to the paper. They just call them in Norfolk and they're gone. A and, lot of um, wet work, I guess. Is, uh, a lot of raid stuff, yeah. How, so how many years were you uh, armed? Uh, basically the whole time for the 23 years. But doing this particular assignment was just for two years. Uh. Um, but here, here was my thing. I said, all right, it's not 10 years, two years. But it's if you're a military policeman, that's right here. If you're a presidential guard or a embassy guard or one of these fast team members, that's up here as far as one training. One step above. Okay, yeah. It's the training is completely different and everything. Even though we would do certain things, we would have to write tickets in the daytime, people in the Navy Yard or whatever, coming in the gate too fast. So it's kind of like the difference between a meter maid and an FBI agent. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, anyway, but that doesn't apply because, like you said, I didn't do it for 10 years and... Um, <laughs> that would have been under uh, that would have been under um, uh, HR two eighteen. Yeah, that he would have been able to carry because uh, he would be considered now a federal law so, enforcement. So, what's agent. your next step, Cal? Where are we now? Okay, right now we uh, just sent another check to uh, Evan, and um, my, my wife wants to kill me. Um, I go, you just don't understand. It's the principle. principle. It's yeah. the I can principle side with you with that. I cut, I've cut off yeah. my nose despite my face yeah. many times. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. it's. Um, and the thing is, you know, how to have all this gear and everything to, to qualify and everything, you know, the, the pistol and everything and the holster, or, you know, that Yeah, level up. three holster you have to have. So so listen to everybody out there. So that was me, by the way. So so Cheeseman and Gillard have been trying to get the law changed to make it easier to carry. And you see the roadblocks they're hitting. So here's Cal for a licensed bona fide security company, and the judge is not going to give him a carry permit. For everybody out there listening in other states and people in New Jersey, do you see our plight? Sherry is sitting here, right? She's a female. If she had a restraining order and she was applying to get a gun to protect herself from her ex-husband, boyfriend, or a stalker, she's not going to get it. Like Evan Knappen says, they issue carry permits in New Jersey posthumously after you're dead you get a carry permit are you still fighting crime the old-fashioned way now cut crime in half the time with a fast easy money-saving solution introducing the ship baggerator this year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of gun for hire radio the Ship Baggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your Ship Baggerator in the town square, open the lid, and drop the Ship Bag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, Ship Bags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters, no problem. Just set it to high, and the ship baggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top. Drop them in and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing. Cleanup is a breeze. 
Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Call and get yours today. The ship baggerator is available only at Gun for Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. They said it wouldn't last. That was just wishful thinking. Gun for Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Seven years running. And this segment is brought to you by Shooter's Gauntlet. Shootersgauntlet.com on Millstone Road in Monroton, PA. That's where we hold our 1,500-yard shoots and some of our tactical stuff. Check out Bob Ramo at shootersgauntlet.com. I'm not touching anything. Maybe it's because I shot the GoPros. Could be. Could be. We have a loose connection. A bad. We have a bad ground. Can I get one of my techs in here? Uh, so check out shootersgauntlet.com. Uh, also remember my NRA board run. Uh, I'm on the ballot. I'm running by petition. I submitted my 150 award list bio. So I'll be in the January or February uh, magazines, uh, or you'll get a mail to ballot from uh, from the NRA. So, so here we have it. Uh, I'm so glad Sherry's on, on the show today. So armed guards, bona fide companies, Marines. Wouldn't you want Cal in a movie theater if there was an active shooter situation? Well, of course. No, yeah. the left wants a massacre so that they could ban yes, guns yeah. and make it harder to get guns yeah. rather than have it. Because I have a feeling, Cal, Cal's, how old are you, sir? 62. Cal 62. He doesn't look like the type that's going to run away from gunfire to me. He looks like the type that's going to run towards the gunfire. I don't know. I just that's get that credo. vibe. That's, that's his credo. credo. Okay. I get that vibe from him. But yet, we're going to put every roadblock possible and make him spend tens of thousands of dollars so he could get a part-time job in his retirement. Then we have someone like Sherry, women in the saw group, they can't get guns on restraining orders. They could get... Dan Schmutter talked about a case where a woman used a knife on her ex-husband while he was beating her up and she got charged with possession of the knife. <laughs> because that's how it works here. She I, went to like, jail. He did not. She went to jail. He did not. Like we say, they should start judging the judges, right? Sherry, from, from a female perspective, how you're, you're small, you're tiny. How defenseless do you feel in, in this state where we pay excessive taxes and the nanny state is in our behinds for everything? How do you help? How do you, how does this feel from a woman's perspective? I mean, I'm, you know, divorced. I live by, my, you know, by myself with you know sometimes I have my kids there some my older kids sometimes they're not there and it's it's really hard that I have to actually leave my house knowing that I have nothing on me you know I'm, I'm out I'm working I'm coming home late and I'm, I'm doing my food shopping at midnight or whatever it is and I have no absolute way to protect myself and I get a lot of these questions from our members of SAW you know how can they get a carry permit when they first come into the firearms community and you know they'll come into our meetups and people will just shrug and 
almost chuckle at them because it's just, I mean, how many people in the state of New Jersey actually have a carry permit? So one of the reasons I'm on a Cal on the show is because I said I get countless emails and, and social media requests from people. I'm going to apply for a mm-hmm. permit, you know, and I say, do you work for a bona fide security company? No, you're not going to get it. Well, I think I have justifiable need. Well, the courts have decided after Sicardi mm-hmm. and all these other cases, nobody in New Jersey has justifiable it need. Now, I'll make you f- piss you off, Cal. Of the 9 million people in the state of New Jersey, 1,200 private citizens have carry permits. And we've asked for freedom information, and it hasn't been given it to us for security reasons. The state police and the attorney general have blocked us under two administrations because they know that 1,200 people that have those carry permits are all politically connected. Oh, absolutely. Well, what's sad is yeah. that, um, and not to make light of your your story, but when we were speaking before also, before we started the show, and you told me you know, what you had gone through, I wasn't surprised because here in New Jersey, you know, this is expected, unfortunately. Yes, exactly. You know, and when I when people are new and they come into the to the firearms community and they hear this stuff and and people from that I'm friendly with in the 2A community across the United States who don't they're just like shocked when they hear stuff like this. They and don't they don't believe it. They don't believe it. Yeah, exactly. they think you're making it up. Right, they're like, well, yeah. I can carry my own firearm right. into the movie right. theater exactly. or whatever, yeah. you know, and they yeah. just don't, it's just shocking and that we're so used to this kind of a thing. Like, yes. it just, I wasn't, I feel for you, of course, but I wasn't surprised at all. I've heard this story before. You know, Cal, we, we can't carry more than three quarters of an ounce of mace. Go ahead, Sandra. Well, there, I was yeah. going to say, therein lies the problem. Anthony talks about it all the time. What, what happens in New Jersey uh, doesn't stay in New Jersey. Well, the, the problem is, is that, uh, what's created in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey either, meaning the individuals, because they have now moved to Florida. Oh, they yeah. are now moving to to Texas. They're moving to South Carolina. Uh, and areas that were purely red and very pro-gun are flipping the other way now because the ilk that is the New Jersey population is moving into those states. And a lot of times, what you'd really rather have is just a, a border wall. Most of those states, we I was I was in actually Greenville yesterday, and one of the guys was I uh, was with was joking. He said, you know, they ought to build a wall on our northern border to keep people like you the hell out of here. Yep. And and he's absolutely right. I had no defense for that. Mm-hmm. You know. Um we pay so much taxes. Mm-hmm. Our roads are crap, potholes. There's garbage everywhere. Our entire infrastructure Lights. is is like it's falling apart. And this is what communism, this is what socialism looks like. Okay, yeah, exactly. The, the top people get a lot of money. You know, let's face it. I, I'm not knocking unions. You were a teacher, but you know the Democrats they kowtow to the unions yeah. to get the votes. I mean, Menendez is a pedophile, and the police, fire, and teachers unions supported him. Yeah, exactly. The teachers unions yes. supported. Yeah. Menendez. A pedophile. Yeah. Okay? They supported him because they don't want it to hurt their bank books. What they don't understand, I'm sure Cal understands, if he gets a $200 a month raise in his uh, in his pension, bread is going up, milk is going up, eggs are going up, his right. electricity is going right. up. It's just all relative. We just keep bringing it back up, and, and, and it hurts us. But here we have, you get females, and I commend you, Sherry. You know, you've been doing a soap group how many years now? Five. How many women do you think you've educated to um, what this goes on? How many women do you think you've turned to vote pro-gun now? 
because of what you've done. Hundreds and hundreds. Hundreds, maybe so, thousands. Okay? So many people have come through our doors, and even if they only come for a minute, they hear they hear about it, they learn about I'm it. I'm going to say thousands because they do go back and talk to their Absolutely. families and their mm-hmm. friends. Yes, okay. Exactly. And Cal, your case, you know, I, I feel for you 100%. I, I, I know what it's like. I had a restricted carry permit. I owned a security company, and I owned Gun for Hire, uh, and then I had some legal troubles and everything. Don't get divorced in New Jersey, ever, if you own guns. Uh, so I lost everything, so I, I feel your pain. And uh, But I'm telling you right now, it's, it's great what you're doing, but the, the system always seems to find a way to deny us. It's rigged from the top down. And we, the people, you know, our public servants have become our public masters. Let's, let's face it. We treat them like they're glitterati. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. Senator so-and-so yeah. is coming. Yeah. Roll out exactly. the carpet. Let's right. all Chicken. kiss their Chicken. asses. Chicken. Right. It's the opposite right. of what our founders yes, intended. Absolutely. You know, also, though, term limits would help. And I know the ballot box is supposed to be for term limits, but between gerrymandering, redistricting, and term limits, we've created a political class that is impossible to penetrate. And the judges are appointed by the political people, and they're all in it for themselves. You know, if a judge wants to get a carry permit, about 90% will. I've had judges come to me. I had an immigration judge who lives in my community, my gated community. He had death threats from cartels 10 years ago, and a superior court judge denied his carry permit. So guess what us taxpayers did? Him and his wife were protected 24-7 by federal marshals. (laughs) He used to come to my school and take classes. There'd be three Suburbans outside and six federal marshals at my old facility in Belleville. And they used to go to his house and stay parked out of his house every night. He appealed it, and he finally got the carry permit that he wanted. And now he doesn't have a a, a detailing. But another judge denied a... You'd think... You know, you think there's honor among thieves. A lot of times they're not. But if you donate a lot or you were a good customer to that lawyer yes. before he became a judge, oh, yeah. you will get a carry permit. Absolutely. Okay? And you will get a carry permit for bullshit reasons. Who you're related okay? to. Correct. That's why they refuse to give us the information under the Christie and the Murphy administration. They refuse to give us that information of the 1,200 or so people that have carry permits. It's despicable. And, you know, we have Carol Baum. You're not familiar with her case, right? She, uh, Sherry, she applied for a permit. She was getting... Uh, uh, beat up and threatened by her boyfriend. She was a hairdresser, and he stabbed her to death in her driveway, and it was like day 40, because but you're supposed to get issued a carry permit within 30, 30 days, and our legislators and judges never even acknowledge it. And, you know, of course, yeah. there's laws where we can't sue them. Hmm. You know, like, if you didn't get a permit, and you carrying unarmed in a theater, and you're shot or hurt, and you went to sue those legislators for denying your carry permit, and the judges, they're exempt. From those laws. Isn't that great? We've created this system. I've been saying for three months now in, in my rants, we have a three-tiered system. Our system is that we have the elites and the political class. Then we have the illegals and the criminals. And then we have the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. It's gone completely opposite. And yeah. Sandy says we've allowed it to happen one thin slice of bologna at a time. All of a sudden, the one-pound loaf of bologna... Three quarters of a pound are on their side, and we just, we're hanging on by a thread with our quarter pound. Yep. That's that's basically what it boils down to now. So if you're an illegal or you're a criminal, everything is for you. If you're a law-abiding citizen, get in line, Cal. Sit, I know, because I've gone to Belleville to pay the taxes on my, my parents' place. You want to see their faces when I walk oh, in. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. 
Oh yeah. I got to do my job now, and then yeah. nasty. I'm they'll just ignore you check. from the. You'll stand there for five, ten minutes, ignore and they you. completely ignore you for the entire time, hoping you'll go away. That's what socialized medicine is going to be like. Well, oh, Cal, you needed a new kidney. You're in the wrong line. Yeah, wrong spot. Okay, you have to go in the other line. But I commend you for fighting, Sherry. I commend you uh, for fighting, Cal. How are we going to keep track of this? You're going to come back on and keep us posted, or yeah. what do you need us to do? Um, that would be a great thing if you could have me back another time. Of course. I'm, I'm going to, because this money is, is getting crazy, um, I, I want to start a GoFundMe. Go send me the yeah, information. Okay. okay, send and, me um, the information, please. But, um, th one thing that we started to talk about, Anthony, Go ahead, I know please. Time, time is running. No, but, time uh, is always running. We, <laughs> we never got to why this judge and their golfing buddies on the appellate board down in Trenton denied me was Tell me. the blurb. said, there is no reason for armed security, this is the judge, there's no reason for armed security guards in movie theaters. And, <laughs> the, and right there under that is the, is the, thing, is the blurb yeah. from Global. And it says, Mr. Carlstrom will be in charge of large caches of cash being moved across open areas. Uh, most movies now are 10 and 20 plex, so yes. not like the right. two movies right. when we were kids. Not talking about $200 gate fee. Exactly. And yeah, it's so expensive to get in. Uh, and uh, so the uh, the caches of money, judge didn't care. He said, uh, the guy from Global that wrote the letter said that uh, he needs to be armed, he says, because Homeland Security has already designated movie theaters and anywhere there's an area of large groupings where... They need to have arms. It's a soft target. Soft target. Yes, like and a mall. Yeah. Right. And he said, no. And the joke is that one mile from where he sits in his little throne in Union County, my wife and I went to see the movie Sully a couple years ago. And we walk in, and there's three Elizabeth cops working. That's and why. And there's three. That's no, exactly three why. Global security guys working, too. Armed. Um, armed. They were handcuffs, armed. Handcuffs. Huh? Yeah, handcuffs, pistols. And uh, but they had their little shirt on. Like different judge, different judge. Exactly from a different county or whatever. So he doesn't even he's denying this, just summarily denying it. Because he's anti-gun for yeah. you, not for him. No, and for the other nine guys. Yeah. He get he gets protection if he oh, needs absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. They wear you know they all wear emergency buzzers and everything. Yeah. So Sherry, how do we find a saw group? SawShootingClub.com, or you can find us on Facebook, Second Amendment Women Shooting Club SAW. $25 a year, what a great gift. And you get to come to the range, right. and SAW members get 10% off some, right. uh, some stuff at the range, too. Classes or that memberships, I don't even know, right whatever. Yeah. So, and Cal and is. See you. Cal the Marine, well, 23 years. Negatives. 23 years defending our country, gives his service, school teacher, retired, can't get a carry permit. He's going to start a GoFundMe. He's going to keep us posted on his plight here. Uh, I can't tell you people out there what happens in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey. And don't tell us to move because we're running out of places to move. That's bullshit. The liberal cancer is spreading everywhere. It's yeah, gone what? What do they call it? It's metastasizing? metastasizing. I did it right. Cancer. It, cancer's metastasizing <laughs> everywhere. We have urban shock. You don't one want us two. moving into your neighborhood. Trust me. Sorry. We'll overturn your entire yes. system. Urban shotgun one and two, urban pistol three, urban carbine one, two, and three. Instructor class is coming up. We have CPR, first aid, AED on the calendar. We, of course, uh, the holidays are coming. We'll be talking all kinds of holiday safety. I was going to discuss introducing kids to shooting this time. Next time Sherry's on, introducing kids to shooting. That's your subject to bring on. Talk about. I just gave her homework. You did. Yes. <laughs> I'm done. Wrap it up, baby. You could. 
talk about introducing kids to shooting. You got, I don't know, 35 seconds. Buy Peltor earmuffs for the kids on Amazon.com. Make sure they're children-sized earmuffs. Make sure they wear plugs, too. The age to start shooting in an indoor range is 8 years old. That's when their ears are fully developed. I recommend a 22 rifle, either bolt action or a Ruger 1022. Have them shoot nice and slow from a bench rest position to start, then have them shoot from a supported uh, position afterwards. Make sure there's no cannons next to them. Tell them to shoot slow and steady. More tips next time Sherry comes on. Well, you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counterthink media production. The music using this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York, and their licensed broadcast music incorporated. Winston, take it away, baby. Love you guys. See you next week.